and welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast for our second of two Conference Championship weekend previews. We've had the first game, the Lions Niners. We've now got a preview of the Chiefs against the Baltimore Ravens. I am, as ever, your host, Andy Davis. And this week, I'm joined by two returning guests who were both on last week. First of all, in the red corner, we've got Chiefs fan David Figgin. David, how are you? Um, yeah, I'm all right. Um, been a bit under the weather recently, but I'm buoyed by by the victory against the Bills. Well, he's a trooper. He's fighting on, and hopefully the Chiefs will be as well on Sunday. In the purple corner, uh, we've got with us back with us today, as usual when it comes to the Ravens, it is Shane Harris from Third and Long. Shane, how are you? Absolutely buzzing. It's AFC title weekend, our first one in 12 years, and it's running through Baltimore. Let's get it going. I can't wait no longer. It's really exciting. It's really refreshing because this is no disrespect to yourself, David, or the Chiefs, but it's really nice seeing an AFC game where it's not in Kansas City. It's nice seeing that change where it's in a different stadium. Um, and I, th- I think probably for once, certainly probably since the year, the first time you made it in the Mahomes, you probably have gone to it for so many years as the underdog for the game. I think every other year you could say the Chiefs were the favourites, but I think you could even argue in that year against the Patriots, they probably were even, if not just slightly the favourites. But yeah, it's it must be, it almost feels must feel weird for you, David, to actually be watching a playoff game or be previewing a playoff game where you're not the bookies' favourites. Yeah, I, th- I said this on the podcast last week though that I think Mahomes relishes that he relishes and and he'll find any any potential slight or something that he'll perceive slight in in the Jordan esque style where he'll he'll use that to his advantage and we saw that last week so it is strange um and we all knew it was coming at some point in his in his career um and if it was going to be any season it would probably be this season given the the wide receiver room um but I, i'm not it's particularly after last week i'm not i'm not as phased as as I, I was um but yeah it is it is a little bit odd it's not it's no longer the arrowhead invitational um, uh, but yeah, I'm relishing the prospect to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we saw with Mahomes's um post game locker room speech saying how this isn't done yet, they wanted this. We, I think, you can tell that he's you know, he's spurred on by almost people doubting people doubting the team. So, the Chiefs, yeah, it's um, this is what they're used to, they are the only team with an active quarterback who's won a Super Bowl. Um, you know, uh, the Ravens have Eldar Beckham, but there's most players in the Chiefs have won a Super Bowl now and they're, they know exactly how to do it. And you know, again, we saw a couple of years ago, you know, you lost to the Bengals, but you overcome adversity then. And I think you're doing it again. And once again, you, you proved in the Bills game. I know the uh, certain wide right helped you a lot, which I certainly love to see. Um, I, I think, you know, in this game, they're going to be fired up and really what could be there their real to their detriment or not to their, to their game, I should say, is the fact that they have done something that Ravens haven't done, certainly since Lamar Jack has been there and played in this kind of game. The Ravens have really fought off, really, last week particularly, um, sort of playoff choker sort of narrative. And now they're also one game away from winning it. And I think for the Chiefs, they they unlike the Ravens, they know how they know how to win these games, they know how to do it. And even if it's in Baltimore um, you know the Chief fans are going to be there. They're going to be there in spirit. They're the, one of the best fan bases in the league, one, certainly the loudest. So that's going to be actually with two great fan bases. I mean, I've been to both stages. Both are incredibly loud and, and noisy and, and supportive. So I think it's going to be atmosphere-wise, atmosphere it's going to be great. Um, 
But for you, Shane, of course, uh, I don't believe you said you were there when they won it in Southampton. I don't know whether you were around that time, but it's been, even if even even if you did, it's been a long time since it happened again. Um, so first time for Lamar Jackson playing in such a game. Of course, we all know the story. He's probably going to win a second MVP. Um, obviously, the Texas game was pretty much uh, as easy as it comes. I mean, 37 to 10 or something like that. So it was pretty much... 34 10 it was. Yeah, yep. so it was pretty much like what you know what you want from a team who's won the number one seed in the AFC. You know, it's for the Ravens, it's a different test. Because we were talking about it in the Niners-Lions episode, the fact that the Niners every year, when they've made big playoff runs, they've always had it easy. So for the Ravens, they've overcome a test, but you haven't really had the test really because the Texans didn't really turn up. Their one, their one touchdown came from a defensive score. So for Mark, Lamar Jackson is a big test, of course. He's beaten Mahomes and lost to Mahomes. Um, but he has been, we talked about last week, he has been the life and blood, life and blood and life and soul of this Ravens offense. In all the big wins this season, all the big games, he has been the one doing it. So in terms of that, I mean, you must feel this is probably your best chance your team's had probably in your lifetime of making a Super Bowl. In answer to your first question, let me give you a bit of background on me being a Ravens fan. I've been a fan since 2001 because I like the colour purple and I've been a massive wrestling fan. Ravens a wrestler. I was like, when I was like 15, I was like, oh, it's a cool name. I'll follow that team. So, of course, I just missed out on the first Super Bowl, but then I was there. I remember exactly where I was when we won it in 2012. I watched the game live. Um, yeah, as I said, so I was there for that Super Bowl. And the one thing about coming on this podcast, especially with you, You've always said to me, and I'm quoting here, I don't think the Ravens are an exciting team to watch. But they are. Uh, they well, still, they still are. I think that's not down to them. I think it's down to that they're efficient. <laughs> they know to score. It's not, you know, I, I do think that still, I don't ever, I'm not, I'm probably looking to look forward to this game the least because I think, well, the Chiefs have won it again and again. I'm tired of seeing Taylor Swift win Super Bowl after Super Bowl. And the Ravens <laughs> don't excite me. I mean, it's, they're still a very good team, and I can appreciate the players they've got. But I don't think I ever, really, even to this day, go to bed and think oh, I can't wait for the Ravens to play tomorrow. It's just I don't know what it is. Maybe it's hardball style of football, same as the Steelers. I don't know, uh, but maybe it's just that efficient football. Just is maybe I like the uncertainty. Um, but yeah, back to your original question then about saying like, um, is this the best chance we've ever had? Like Twenty nineteen was probably the best chance that we had, and obviously we fell at the first hurdle. But I think, as I said to you in the season preview, I, I played that one a little cautiously because I was like, if I had my way, I'd say we'd win 90% of the games if everyone stayed fit. But I had to be a little bit objective and be like, I think I said 12 and 5 for the for, for the record. Um, yeah, it was it was it was it was nine months ago. But yeah, it was it was something like that. I've always firmly believed in this team. I think we got talent on both sides of the ball. We've got a leader in Lamar Jackson on offense and a leader who was born to be a Raven. I don't care what anyone says. He was drafted by Chicago the same year that Lamar was drafted by the Ravens in Roquan Smith. I absolutely love that bloke. He's I've got videos on my phone of him just pumping the team up before they before they play, and it pumps me up every day because the man is a leader. The man knows how to speak to people and get people wound up. Um, last week on our show and the preview that, that I done with yourself and Graham for the Texans Ravens game, not one person picked the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Just see what happens. Do it again. <laughs> well, we'll find out later on what happens to that. But I think you're right. I think the defense um, is. 
I think as key as the offense for you. I mean, Lamar Jackson, I think neither team really, apart from Kelsey, is working with, really with an elite receiver. I don't think mm-hmm. you look at Zay Flowers or Rashad Bateman or Valder Scatling as being elite receiver. I think if you look at the quarterbacks, they've got thrown a ball to them. They saw they can make anything happen and they're, they're both one of the best quarterbacks in the league for this reason. But I think I think defense-wise, I think you look at not just Roquan Smith, I think you look at Madabike, um, mm. in the back in the backfield. I think there's really not many weaknesses. I don't think in this Ravens defense. So that's got to be key. That's got to be the key for you guys is basically limiting Mahomes because I think no matter how good your defense, even if you had T.J. Watt, Nick Bosa, Chardavis Ward. In his prime, Tyron Matthew in your team, I don't think on the only day you can stop Mahomes if he's if he's playing peak Mahomes. So you guys are going to have to be on your best to beat this Chiefs team because they, I said before, start the show, they they know exactly how to win these games. They're clutch. They you know they've won so many games in recent years, and the Ravens have only really done it this year. So for you guys, it's absolutely key that the defense makes these stops. And I said it before with the Lions, I think. You got to make the most of these opportunities. I think both teams really do because I think both teams are going to be relying on great defensive performances. I think for you guys and for the Chiefs, it's making sure that when you see the opponent make that mistake on the on the offense, whether it's a overthrown pass, whether it's a, a drop pass or fumble, I think you've got to make the most of that because I think this game is going to be down to basically who has who has the ball last. I think it's going to be back and forth. Both offenses are going to be doing a bit, both defenses are going to be making plays. I think it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be a shootout. And I think players like Madder BK, players like like Joe Consmith and others, uh, and same for the likes of, you know, the Sneed and Chris Jones, I think they're all going to have to make these big plays and make capsize on these errors. So, yeah, just how crucial is, you say, Roquan Smith to this game for you, Shane? As I said, it's not just him, it's the fact that we've got, basically, Mark Andrews came back today as well. So, apart from Keaton Mitchell and J.K. Dobbins, who had season-ending injuries, everyone is back. Marlon Humphrey's back on the defensive side of the ball as well. I mean, it's like a player that's gone under the radar, but he's played exceptionally well for this for this year, is Geno Stone. Absolute interception machine. He's been fantastic. Um, I think, like, in terms of position against position, and... Like, I think, and I've said it all year on our podcast, I think the Chiefs ain't as good as in previous years. They've got a patchwork quilt of wide receivers. Uh, I mean, th- so they've got, like, so of Marcus uh, Valdez-Scantling. They've got Justin Watson, um, Rashi Rice, fantastic rookie. He's going to be, he's going to be their future 100%. Um, I think you've got, I think the defense is okay. I don't think it's as packed with as many stars as ours is, to be, to be fair. You've got to look at tight end. You've got Kelsey. You've got Noah Gray as well. Mark Andrews coming back, back. Likely he's been playing out of his skin. So I would say they're probably on an even keel. The only thing I would give uh, the Chiefs, in all honesty, is when you look at the quarterbacks, either side. I think they're both elite tier quarterbacks. But I think Mahomes is better based upon the fact that he's more, he's got more experience. He's been in six AFC Championship games in six years. That's incredible. And I think, obviously, with me rocking my Justin Tucker jersey, we've got the best kicker as well, you know? Oh, best kicker of all time, I reckon. Um, but, David, for you as well with the Chiefs, I mean, we talk about Kelsey, we talk about home, but I think one guy who's been really, I think, seeing the show in, in the postseason particularly is Isaiah Pacheco at running back. I mean, he had just over 90 yards in the win against the Dolphins, 80-something yards against the Bills. I mean, he has been 
I think even look at the Super Bowl last year, he had a big part in that as well. He has been, for you guys, been pick him up in the seventh round, fifth round, whatever it was. He has been such a great pickup for you guys. And he has been, I think he's been, I know Kelsey got two touchdowns against Bills, but Pacheco has been so good at sort of that run game and sort of almost at times running the clock down or at times just given that offense balance, we talked about we talked about the Bills and the fact that James Cook has done that for Josh Allen. I think Pacheco's done that massively for the Chiefs and really done what you thought when you drafted him, um, Edward Hilaire would be doing for you guys. So just for you, David, just how much of a big part do you think Pacheco will be to this game and stopping this Ravens defense? I honestly think he is the he is the key. Other than Mahomes, obviously, I think he's the, he is the key to this game because the Ravens' run defense is is awesome, one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. But obviously, Pacheco, as I alluded to last week, is one of the angriest runners that you've ever seen, and it was the seventh round that he was picked up in, which is incredible that they've managed to pick up um, a second year running back a rookie last year um, to have the impact that he's had. But yeah, I think that's key because that to establish that running game and be able to create the separation um, in, in the, in the deep field and um, in the backfield is to, it, I think is that that's the key, particularly in play action or, um, or option players, because that that's what kind of, Allowed Kelsey to get open last last week, and allowed uh, Rasheed Rice to get open last week was that that established run because they weren't able to just sit behind and go right. Well, this team, as in previous years, this team are a passing team, first, second, and third. Um, so we're just gonna we're just gonna sit off, and we're gonna um, we're gonna, we're gonna play. Um, light run defense, and and that and that's going to work, particularly when when Clyde Edwards-Helaire was the number one running back. So I think, personally, I think Pacheco will be the key, um, and if if he can establish a run, I think that successfully, I think that that will be the key to to unlocking the game. If not, I think we're going to be in for a a bit of a a torrid time because the the pass the pass rush for the Ravens isn't necessarily elite tier and if they try and come with four I think it's maybe similar to last week but their um, DBs and particularly the linebackers are very very good in coverage so yeah I think the run game is essential really I agree and I think even look at the the Ravens I mean Lamar Jackson I don't think he scrambled as much as he used to I think that's been part of the Todd Munkin uh, new scheme but we saw in the game against Texans he used it really effective when we did use it. It used great effects. So I think both teams, but I think particularly the Chiefs, are going to be looking to that run game. But I think one thing we could see in this game, and I'll get your thought changed first, and I'll get your thoughts afterwards, David. I think one thing that could really win this game is special teams, and particularly um, kicking-wise. I mean, you, you could, it could be certain, but I think certainly you can look at the likes of it. could be a punt return that wins a game, or kick return that makes a big play and gains someone's points. But I think you look at the fact that the Chiefs won both the AFC title game and the Super Bowl last year via a kick. Um, we've seen Patriots win multiple Super Bowls via field goal and, you know, play out such fine margins. You know, um, I think we looked at the Niners-Lions game, how 
an unsung battle could be Hutchinson against Pene Sewell. I think this game, we could be looking down to House and Bucko against Justin Tucker because I think both teams, they're going to be playing lights out on defence, offensive, both doing really well. I think this game will come down probably potentially to who can get who can convert the most kicks. And like we saw with the Bills game even, that, and even the Packers-Niners game, um, a missed field goal ends up losing, losing the game or at least losing you the chance to take it to overtime. So... You, Shane, just how crucial thing that's going to be about how it could be a field goal battle in this game if both defences play as well as we think they're going to. Harrison Butker's incredible kicker, always has been, as you said. The fact that he's won very important games for the Chiefs over the last previous few seasons. But as I've said, and it's not just me with my Ravens bias, my Ravens, my sorry, my beautiful Ravens hat on, it's, it's the truth. Justin Tucker is... Can, you know, been widely widely given the accolade of the best NFL kicker of all time, and for a reason, he holds the record for the longest kick in NFL history, sixty-three yards, I believe it is. I think that was so. against the I was, yeah, I was against the Lions last year. I, I watched it. I watched it live, but um, yeah, I think it will. I think that both defenses are incredible defenses, and and it may come down to this. Either way, I'm going to be on pins all night Sunday night for this game because. In all honesty, and I'll admit when I'm wrong, you know, I thought the Bills were going to beat the Chiefs. And if Tyler Bass didn't miss that, they may well have. But I'm not saying the Chiefs are an easier matchup. You can't bet against playoff party. He's he's always got something up his sleeve, no matter who he's playing with, you know. But yeah, I think I, th- I think it, it might come down to who's got, better, who's got a better kicker. And if stats stats are real and, and the numbers don't lie, it's, it's ourselves. And what's your thoughts, David, on that? I can't disagree that that he's a better kicker um, because I do think he's the goal in terms of kickers. There's not many with the um, with the leg that he's got. No, Butker, Butker is a very good kicker. Um, and playoff Butker tends to be a little bit different to, to regular season Butker. He has missed some... Um, easier kicks. He tends to to get the longer kicks and and, and miss some of the the closer kicks. Um, but yeah, the sp- special teams. I think not just special teams in terms of the kicker as well. Um, as was alluded to earlier, about it could be a punt return, it could be a kick return. Um, and I think again, the Ravens have probably got the shade in that. Um, but I just. It's it's a weird feeling because I've been I've been a Chiefs fan since two thousand and eight nine ish, um. So I've seen a lot of rubbish when it comes to the Chiefs, and I it, I hate to say this because of what what came before, um. I kind of get used to the fact that Mahomes just finds a way to win, um. And no matter what point in the game. It is if you're a touchdown. I mean, you you saw um, in 2019 when they went 24 nothing down to the Texans at home in the in the playoffs. Um, that you you just felt like that they're not still not out of this, and then obviously they turned it round by by the end of the second quarter. Um, so regardless of special teams or defense, I think. That's that's the X factor, and uh, at any point in the game, he could do something. I mean, even in in the blowout against the the um, Buccaneers in the in the Super Bowl, he was doing insane things with the football, running for his life. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, the special teams are, is shaded, definitely shaded by the Ravens. Yeah, I think Mahomes for me, I think um, I'm really sorry too. I feel like I tag him off every podcast now is that I don't ever watch a big game or any game and think, oh, two is going to be like that. If we're behind in the final <laughs> few minutes, I never watch a game and think he's going to be the reason why I win. I think I always think it could be Tyra Kill, it's going to be Raheem Mostert, but you know, he wants to pick Wally Butler Henderson about uh, the mutual hatred to her. I know it's, um, I feel like I, I get a lot of stick from Dolphins fans. I get actually, I think I definitely alienate fans sometimes, Dolphins fans in our, in our sort of group for, for being so critical of Tua. And I think, uh, it's caused a lot of that. I, I don't know whether you saw my Twitter, uh, debate last week about it with, with, with uh, someone online, but, um, for, for yourselves, and we talked about last week with Bills as well, but particularly the Chiefs. You literally, even in that Bucks loss, you know, you were always, Tony Romo, I think, was the guy doing it. You were always thinking they could still do it. You know, give it a touchdown now before two-minute warning, three timeouts, stop. I think there's, you know, there's no scoreline apart from maybe you being 40 points down where you, you wouldn't back Mahomes to win that game. I think even with a lack of receivers, just imagine what you could do if you had Jamar Chase or AJ Brown mm. or Hill. I mean, he had Hill, to be fair. Um, but to to win a Super Bowl last year and to, to score that many points when the Eagles team was scoring that many points as well, every game I watch from home, I never watch him and go, he's gonna, he's crumbling here. Even when he threw the two back-to-back picks against Raiders on Christmas Day, you still knew he's gonna, you saw a face he's gonna do what he's doing. And for me, it's that's something that must bring Chiefs fans, and you think back back in the day, Patriots fans with Brady and. Niners fans as Montana, it, it just must be so almost relief and just you're there thinking, I know that it's going to be, you know, even, even if down by 14 points, we know we've got this guy here. I think Mahomes has got that over Lamar Jackson at the moment. I think Lamar Jackson's been the best quarterback this season. He's a great quarterback, but I do think that, you know, Mahomes has that edge over him. The fact that you do think that in any given Sunday, any situation, Mahomes can bring you back in the game. So I think, you know, um, Lamar Jackson until recently had that thing Josh Dan has that he couldn't beat the Chiefs. And now he has, that'll give him faith. But at the same time, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs and this is the Chiefs' time to shine. So for me, I can't wait. I'm glad it's the only one uh, because I don't have to, because I'll be working a half day on Monday. So I'll be basically doing what I did last week and I'll be recording the game, avoid the result, took my phone off and watching it when I get in to the Niners line. So I'm glad this one is going to be first. Um, because I'm, the- I'm so happy. I'm so happy I'm going to watch Niners Lions. There's 12 people on our podcast that will cover that for yeah. us. I'm so happy with them. I'm going to watch that. I'm pulling for the Lions like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, I think I think, I think everyone is. I, I like the Niners more than the Chiefs and Ravens, but I, I think everyone's back in the... Apart from maybe Packers, Bears and Vikings fans, I think everyone's rooting for the Lions in that NFC battle. Um, but we'll end it there. Before we do that, we'll do our predictions. So, David, over to you first. Who's winning and what's the score going to be? I've I've been thinking about this all week and I've I've just been flipping and flapping all week because I do think it is going to be tight. Um I've seen a lot of chatter online about how there's a potential blowout for the Ravens against the Chiefs and I I don't think that'll happen. Um but I can't I can't back against the Chiefs. I just can't do it. Um I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a field goal in it. Uh, I think it'll be 27-24 to the Chiefs. Interesting. Shane, your turn. One of two things will happen. I've watched this team all season, obviously. 
in big games against big teams, I like the Dolphins, Lions were doing well, the Niners, um, Seahawks, where I had a bit of trepidation going into the game, thinking, oh, this might be tricky, this might be tricky, and we've blown them out. That could happen again, or, which I personally think is going to happen, again, as we mentioned about playoff Paddy, he knows what he's doing. He reminds me of Man United in the 90s. They'll always get a goal. They'll always find a way somewhere. Being a United fan, I know all about that, right? But I don't think he gets it done this time. I think we're going to win 28-26. Interesting. Um, I'm going to go. I-, I want the Ravens because, firstly, I don't like the same team winning it twice in a row. And I've seen the Chiefs win it enough times. And I'm just sick and tired. I'm sorry, David. I'm sick and tired of seeing any Kelsey reception or touchdown. Seeing Taylor Swift on my screen. It's... <laughs> We get it, they're giving out. It's it's great. Trust, trust me, we hate it as well. Yeah, I, I bet. It's bad if you had you got rid of the Jackson Mahomes stuff, now you've got this. It just seems never ending. But... Save us the Mark Jackson, you're our only hope. <laughs> I, I, you, I, you know, you could watch Beyonce on Grasp Me on TV. You're not seeing Jay Z every time she sings a song, are you? You're not seeing. No. So I, I doubt you saw Victoria Beckham after every Beckham goal, you know, or maybe maybe did. Right. No, no. Uh, I'm just tired of it. I know there's bigger things in the NFL to worry about. I'm, I'm fully aware that there's refereeing problems. There's oh racism. yeah. There's, there's so many worse things going on in the world in in the NFL than this. Fans dying in stadiums, but this has to stop. And I think that um, you know, it's just it, we get it. It's like every time we saw Jimmy Vardy, they always said. This guy was in non-league five years ago, and then he won the Premier League. It's like, yeah, we get it. We, we, we've heard the story a million times. Can you just... Yeah, you've said, all right, I'll do like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think the Chiefs win. Um, I I would love to, I, I really want a Ravens win um, because I just think, yeah, I would love to see a different team winning. I've never seen the Ravens in my... I've been a fan of the NFL for 13, 14 years, but I never only watched it properly since the, the year the Broncos won it. So I've never seen the Ravens proper, actually physically win it. So I want the Ravens to win this game. But I do think the Chiefs win, and I'm going to go for 34 to 27. I think it's going to be a touchdown to win the game. Uh, but I think okay. it's going to be a great game regardless. And that's where we're in the podcast for today. So first of all, huge thank you to both David and Shane for coming on. Anytime, but you know that. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. And I'm sure we'll be seeing one of you next week. Question is, who will it be? The Chiefs? Will it be the Ravens? We will find out at 8.30pm in the UK and 3.30pm if you're watching in Eastern Time. This has been the Across the Pod NFL podcast. We are going to take a week break after we review the Championship weekend. But we're back, you know, back on Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl week, I should say, proving all things Super Bowl 58 with either the Chiefs or Ravens against the Niners or the Lions. I've been your host, Andy Davis. This has been Shane Harris and David Figgins. And we will see you guys for our Conference Championship review. See you then. 